Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's happening? This is Tommy Bottles, Mr. Educated Dexter One on One, and I'm listening to Genesis Poetic High Open Mic with Radio Rail on OG Radio. Don't forget to come and pick up your I can do it better though. Yeah, hey. Mm, floating in the bucket. Ryan, Ryan, the city, paranoid of getting busted. Cause I know this weed must have ended up smoking like a bad exhaust. Fuck all the repercussions, nigga. Got the brain cells buzzing. Open up the pineal gland, having some deep discussions. Bad vibes, I keep on running. Cause this black tourmaline on my body say you can't touch me, nigga. Tunnel vision, high block of my. Can't hear the shit that they talk about. Since a million, keep it in large amounts. Windows down, blowing the fog it out when the hawk is out. Whichever way the breeze blow, we finna have some weed going. Yeah, cause shit is crazy nowadays. Roll one and watch the world go up in flames. Baby, won't you smoke one with me? Hey, won't you smoke one with me? Stop playing, smoke one with me. Don't be scared, smoke one with me. Hey, hey. Different levels, different strains. Dabs and wax a different game. The oils used so many ways, this shit is healing. How they lock niggas up for so many days. Yeah, they pass their laws and grow their fears on them. Plants been curing shit for years, homie. Epilepsy and cancer, this shit is real. They know the truth, it's all about extermination and dollar bills, homie. We gon' say that for another time. I'm just trying to roll another dime. I know the plug until he on the line. Play the music so loud until it conducts a rhyme. Yeah, hey. Shit, I'm just trying to smoke, baby. I just want to smoke, smoke, smoke. Yeah. Cause shit is crazy nowadays. Roll one and watch the world go up in flames. Baby, won't you smoke one with me? Hey. Won't you smoke one with me? Yeah. Stop playing. Smoke one with me. Don't be scared. Smoke one with me. Now you know it ain't no explanation needed I think you know the reason on why we draped up, stepping out this evening, man, we walking to the building, people switch up, they demeanor, when they see us, it's a renaissance, baby, please believe it, don't give our ass a reason, we done took a long drive, we done brought the whole tribe, on my eye, not the vibe, baby, look like that's a cheater, got a sense of orange, don't me put a stop, rose, rose berries round me getting on, everywhere I walk, so I ain't lost, yeah, shock was all the line, dripping souls like a boss, cause the feeling in the air is historic, yeah, you know we here for it, spread love, push peace, be supportive, when my people come together, boy, the feelings, you for it, you story, listen, Young black man, don't you know you invented by everything, 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 everything. Young man, you invented everything. Yeah. 
Take a look and you can see the black excellence. Take a look and you can see the black excellence. Take a look and you can see the black everybody it's your girl i am genesis on poetics highest thursday and it's your favorite host with the brother toast radio rail in the building and of course we got mr dean what's yes, going yes, on yes. <laughs> how y'all doing tonight i'm tired oh, what's that again? how y'all doing tonight i'm tired oh, right. i had a long week <laughs> yeah I got the small kids. That's what that is. I get it. I get it. No, it wasn't that. I'm not going to get into full details, but I will say this. I hate the racism within the Chicago Police Department. Uh, I was gotten to some stuff and had to deal with a racist cop. I went through a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, for the entire night of Tuesday and leading into Wednesday morning. But I'm cool. Everything good. Everything worked out the way it's supposed to. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm good. Yes, that's all you can ask for. That is all you can ask for. So do you have any – um, well, actually, I have um, two announcements right now. So I'm going to get along with those, and then we're going to bring on our first poet. Sounds good? You just skipped over my but You didn't even ask me if I had announcement. Go ahead. <laughs> you said to go to the announcement, or you you, was, you didn't want to get into, because I thought you was talking about, like, Facebook, you know, jail and issues. Yeah, hey, man, I, I, just, I, just, I can tell my, okay, I'm going to make this, this story very short as I can. Long story, very short, okay. because we have a great show for y'all tonight. Uh, Tuesday, I go to the city. I go to the south side to drop my son's shoes off to his, his mother. I go to a gas station out there that I don't normally go to. Some people try to rob me. I'm a registered firearm owner. I shot the hell out of the you know people that robbed me, whatever. I called the authorities like I was supposed to. You know, instead of the cops coming and assessing the situation and all that, I in, I encountered a racist cop, threw me in cuffs, take me to jail, didn't give me a phone call, didn't read me rights, none of that. So I sat in jail for numerous of hours until, thank God, my ex-wife's father worked at the department. He saw me there. I told him what happened and everything. He got me out of that jam. I saw I'm alive. I'm good. The cop that arrested me is suspended uh, a month without pay so far, but my lawyer is handling the rest and trying to get him either out of the department or more suspension because it's not the first time he's done this. So I'm, you know, working on that. Some more details on that to come. But on a very brighter note, I now uh starting to sell wine through One Hope Winery. 
So uh, you I got a line my out. Details on that. No, I mean, I don't have a. You can say that, I guess, because I got my own page and everything. So I'll give those details out. Well, what, what's the, the name of it? One Hope Wine. One Hope you can Wine. Where can we find it? Yes. I, I'm gonna get that later. I'm gonna get that later because I gotta pull up the info <laughs> with my info. So I'll give okay. that later before we end the show. Okay. All right. So you're well. I have um, some announcements today, and it's about Zoetic Island, and I have been meeting with aldermen and the city councilmen and the mayor economic development office, and everybody seems oh, to be on the go with this project, so I'm extremely excited, right. so you guys, make sure you guys go check out my Patreon which is 3YE underscore Genesis, and also the same on Instagram to check out, like, what's going on with the island. Um, Also, we're going to have some great legendary poets on here tonight, some slam winners. They haven't been losing any slam poets out here in these streets. Come on now. So I'm really excited about them coming on tonight. Um, We have a female and a male. So from both the sides of the track, so, you know, I'm very excited. And we actually have a military veteran. Well, he's still in the military, so he's not a veteran yet, but Army. So that's also exciting because I got a fellow battle buddy in the building. So, um, yeah, tonight's going to be a good night show. (laughs) It's going to be a good show. So I'm excited about this. Okay, so who are we going to? Pull on first tonight. Who is this? Zero five. Yeah, that was the first number that called in first. Okay, you want to get? I think that's Lonnie. Lonnie, 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 we got Lonnie Lopez in the house as well um, from the network. What is it called? The Stable TV Network. I think she's going to be calling tonight as well. Yes, I know about. Yeah, New York. Hey. New York. What is going on? Hey, who's that? Hello? 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 Now, that could be also. Now, we got R.J. Wright in the building. He's probably in the wings as well, um, waiting as well and whatnot. You know you know, you know how, how he, he gets down and whatnot. Um, again, you know, we'll he's um, hailing from Houston, from Houston, Texas. Are they on the same time frame as we are? Exactly. George is our head. Yes, yes, George is our head. They're um, they um, that's Kyla. Um, again, I think she's going to be calling from the eight. She calls in at like nine thirty. But um, you you have like R J Wright is going to be calling in probably in about like four or five minutes. Right now, already on the line. Okay. So right, we have somebody on here, but I'm, I keep I keep saying hello, but nobody's um, saying anything. So I'm gonna try, gonna again. try it again. Um, try it again. Okay. Hello, what's hello, that, caller. That, that? Is that RJ or that stable? <laughs> hello. Hello. Yes, we are talking yes. to you. What's up? Welcome to OG Radio. Hey guys, Lojo Magic here. I didn't know you guys were talking Mojo. to me. You guys were trying to find. Yeah, I'm just listening in. You know, I gotta pay. Mojo in the building. 
<laughs> Mojo is hey, now a uh, veteran. Yeah, my slow She's self. a veteran of the show. Find y'all poet that's oh. coming up or something. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, oh, we, we, oh. we, we, we got some. I don't know why I didn't recognize you. Okay. Maybe because I ain't got my glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> I showed you, you know, I'm going to tune in while I do my paper. I want to listen to you guys talk and, you know, listen to the show. Oh, my you know. Well, I appreciate yep. the poetic high support. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, yeah, well, of course. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. We, 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 we know what? I'm not even doing nothing in Cancun. I'm, she's in Cancun. I'm not even doing nothing in Cancun. I'm gonna just, Wait, what? I'm, I'm going to just keep you on. I'm going to keep you on so that way oh, you can oh, no, chime in as well. Go ahead, I She said she's doing her paper. She's doing her paper. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm saying like she could chime in, you know, with you know whatever poet, you know, spits they spits that yeah, hot I'll shit. Be, you know, so I'll let her, you know, I'll be, you let her know. judge tonight. Um, well, we got another caller in, so go ahead and get that one real. I believe that's uh, um, you see that seven one eight called right after Mojo. Seven one eight called first before that one. No, so, but that's um uh, that's Lopez, I believe. All right, well who's first? Which one's first? Who's first? The three three seven nine. Okay. <laughs> this is Lopez? Hello? Caller. Hi. Is this RJ? Yeah. This is RJ, yes. How's it going? Hey, RJ? how you doing, RJ? I'm good. How are you all this evening? Good, I'm good, good. good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I am currently located in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Okay. How you liking it out there? You know, it has it's, it's good and it's bad. I love Texas and its weather, and then its politics are a whole other thing that I have to endure. Okay. Well, when I was stationed in Fort Hood, I used to um, visit Houston often while there. So, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Texas is really big. You could do a lot of things. Houston, Houston is great. I love Houston. Now, small towns and whatever that are, that are also in Houston are not necessarily safe for me, but you know, safe is better than bad, I guess. Okay. I, I can feel that. Like, so you went. Like, like, go ahead. Like Rail said, he got carry he carry a gun, so you know you. I, I believe Texas allows you guys to carry guns down there, so so you can feel safe. Open so carry. Beautiful thing. Yeah, there you go. Not only that, yeah. but Texas now has uh, Texas now has open carry or has concealed carry that you don't have to have a license for. So shit just got real real. Um, that just went into effect. There's a whole bunch of laws. Oh, they, they did pass first. that. So, yes, yeah, I heard about that law. I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be passed. Ooh, shit. Oh, it's Texas. They passed that. They passed that. They passed the ban on abortion, basically, where women can't get. I read that after morning. I think it's six weeks, even though most six women don't know weeks, that they're yeah. pregnant at six weeks. Um, exactly. They, passed, uh, they legalized the uh, the medical marijuana. They made that legal. 
Um, and what else did they do? So it was like, oh, and they basically banned um, critical race theory in schools, uh, which most people don't even understand what critical race theory actually is. So exactly. It was just, it was just on a spree. I don't know what happened, but we'll see. I feel like they on the spree to try to – you, you can't talk to me about, like, them trying to tell women what to do with their bodies, like – Men, when you say get a vasectomy, they cringe at the thought. So why would you even be worried about what women can do with their bodies? And they're all men pretty much on the board. So well, I have, I hear my I have several that. theories as to why. I think, so and this is me being, um, I think one of the reasons that they don't want women to be able to have abortions is because uh, they want to breed a new working class majority of the time when mm-hmm. people are born into impoverished areas or, or socioeconomic classes, they don't make it out of that socioeconomic class. And so it's a lot harder to fight your way out of poverty when you're doing so while trying to take care of a child. And so by mandating that you must, in fact, have this child, you have done two things. You've made it so that this woman cannot climb her way out of poverty. You've also made it so that she will be uh, breed a new working class I also think that sex traffickers probably are lobbying for this because also they're saying, oh, well, you can send this child to uh, be adopted and whatnot. But the majority of the time, the, the, the people that end up being sex trafficked are like these children that go into the foster care system that don't really have people that care about them or are looking out for them in any real way. And so it's my belief that, that sex traffickers are more than likely lobbying your uh, your your legislators, your senators, your congressmen to try to like have all of that go through. But that's just my. Well, that's still not answering my I question. Mean, what is the? I, I get all of that. I know that's like your theory, but what does that still have to do with, you know, controlling another person's body? But I he mean, gave you his as a theory, woman though, that we shouldn't that they shouldn't have allowed. He gave you what he so, his so, belief. Yeah. Yeah, I got so that, but it still doesn't answer. They don't believe that women. It's my belief that they don't believe that women have autonomy. Abortion is not really about. It's about women having the autonomy to choose what they do with their bodies. And there are a lot of men who don't believe that women should have that autonomy and agency to be able to decide that. That controlling, themselves. what they call women yeah. controlling, sounds like men are controlling. Because men can populate the well, earth a hundred times a year, and women can only give birth once. So who should be controlled? I know. One thing I noticed. What, what, one thing I noticed is about like you know this is something that you know at the risk of sounding like a feminist, um, you know men have been telling women like don't wear makeup, uh, why you got a wig on, right. why you got weed on, why oh, you got to have he raped you breath? because you were wearing you a short skirt. A and, and so they got yeah. so used to telling women how women should uh, present themselves. You know, I'm not surprised that they're, you know, these same people are in the board saying, you know, after six weeks, you know, you can't abort. It's like, it's like you know, they didn't got used to telling women what to do and how to present themselves in the world and whatnot. And um, that might go to patriarchy a little bit, but, um, you know, um, oh, ain't nothing new about the faces. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right to me. But, um, well, I, I, I love, love. 
Although I love this conversation, I I would love to bring this on another show. But tonight, yes. we got to get into some poetry because <laughs> right. time is limited. I do love the combo because exactly. I feel like this could go on forever. Yes. yes. So, RJ, what you, what you got for us tonight on this lovely night? Um, okay. I have two poems. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and, and get into those. Uh, the first one is called uh, My Depression. Okay, so I'm going to go by, it's about something that you went through, because we usually give a backstory, but the name gave it oh, off, but you, you know, wanna, you could so, be fairly so, wrong. So, so my, so I, uh, I do suffer with depression. It is something that I have dealt with uh, pretty much my entire uh, life. Um, oh. At this point. Uh, I have not gone and gotten any type of diagnosis because I'm still in the military. And so I'm not going to have them put me out the military until I'm ready to be put out the military because, you know, they're like, go get help. And then you go get help. And then they want to try to do crazy stuff. So um, so I am managing. Um, I also work at a mental health agency. Um, I don't like what I do. So, I, And I'm getting my master's in uh human science so that I can be a uh, licensed professional therapist. So, okay, there we go. I like that. Okay. Um, so this is uh, that poem. My depression not a satisfying level, but it is a faithful one. I let it boost me into never leaving my bed. My depression doesn't always look like depression, though. Sometimes in Halloween costumes itself into a victory dance and praise that you don't ask. How are you? And mean it. It looks like the space between my couch and TV when being a human in public is too exhausting. But sometimes, sometimes it sounds like the next round is on me, y'all. Because the best place to hide is where everyone can see you, but no one is looking for you. My depression is demanding. Once I'm going to go back to my last failed relationship because it's convinced me that no one will ever love me half as badly as they did. My depression says a full bed is better than all this empty. You know, you know I was happy once. But time wounds all happy or healing is a happy wound or happiness to be the most fragile of children, but children be the most resilient of humans. Basically, what I'm saying is being an adult and keeping my happy whole and healthy is a magic trick I haven't learned yet. Well, my depression is funny. Not like, ha ha, more like, wow, you're still here. My depression and my masculinity are drinking buddies. Frenemies who bear an apple box with anything that is good for me. My, 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 my masculinity says, just walk it off. Says you ain't that hurt. Says water. Water's for cowards. Water's for washing blood out of my uniform, son, and you don't get no blood in my uniform. You must be outside your mind. Okay, so sometimes my masculinity sounds like Denzel Washington or Remember the Titans. Not always tempting to be toxic. Sometimes it's just trying to remind me that I am stronger than everything that is failing to kill me. Thing is trying to kill me. But pay attention long enough. I, I, I just want you to do this one thing. Just, just just walk until you feel like you can run. And when it hurts to walk, run. Run until you feel like you can fly. And if it hurts to fly, then thank God for working feet and almost swing. See how when you started to run, you stopped thinking. Stop noticing all the pain in your head. Focus on all the alive in your chest. Now focus, 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 focus. You're really there. Yes, you did it. Got out of bed. 
So that is that poem. Okay. Thank you. I most definitely would like to thank you for that piece because there is a lot of people who suffer from depression and don't say nothing. I am one of those from time to time who go through it. And it took me all of now that I'm 30 to want to go see a damn therapist. But I, that piece. And I'm surprised to hear that from Rel. I'm definitely surprised to to hear that from Rel. I've never heard him say anything great about going to a therapist. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I am. I am definitely a therapy as someone who works in mental health. Yeah, I applaud. I, so before going to therapy, before even researching it, I'm like, man, I don't feel like somebody who don't know me could help me with my damn life. But low key, you just it didn't matter about knowing them or whatever. Just getting to know them and being comfortable expressing how you feel to someone it means a lot. It goes a long way. And I'm only yes, think four sessions in, and I'm like, I'm opening up like a damn book. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. You know, sometimes I'll be like, well, they can't hey, man, I don't judge you. They're not there to judge. They're exactly. just there to help you out. That's exactly. all. Trained to help you out. Like, they went to school for this. They read the book. They, they discussed right. finding the therapist that is appropriate for you can be a struggle. Um, because there's not a whole lot of, of black therapists. There's even fewer black male therapists. There's even fewer exactly. black therapists that, that, that are qualified to, to call you on your shit. Um, so exactly. yeah, it's going to be difficult. And you should, you should shop for a therapist the same way you would a car or anything else. Right. Exactly. So I, uh, I looked up. I looked so I went with uh, here in Chicago's Optimum Joy, um, whatever it's called, and the original person I went with was white. And uh, when I went through her, whatever through the services, whatever reached out to them. Luckily, she wasn't taking new clients, so it was like, okay, we got somebody else for you. I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. I I didn't research her or look her up or none of that. So when the first session happened, she just so happened to be black, and I was like, "That is, thank you. That was that I needed that." So, you you know, know, you can request that to too. Audience. Yeah, I know. Like they yeah, had a whole bunch that. of different. They had you know white, black, Chinese. They had a very diverse group, but only a few of them uh, specialized in specifically what I was looking for. And you know, the first lady I chose, she specialized. In what I was looking for, but it just so happens this lady that I got now specializing what I was looking for, but I didn't, at first I didn't take the time to see, you know, oh, well, she's black, I could choose her, but she fits my time schedule, she, you know, can relate, so yeah, you definitely have to do your research, could honestly say, stick to your own race, because I don't think this shit would have went far with no damn white therapist. Okay, well, RJ, what what is the, um, um, other piece that you have for us tonight. Okay. So the other piece that I have is called family business and um and it deals with that and, and, and that's kinda like what's going on with that. Can you speak uh, up a little bit? Because I feel like you fly away from your phone. Sorry, uh I got another call. Okay. Um yeah, can you hear me better now? Yes, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, 
So, so uh, this piece is about family, and, and that's kind of what we're doing with that, all right? So let me go ahead. Okay. Cooking is an exercise in multitasking, balancing flavors. I've got a seasoning cabinet for a chef. Family recipes, loud voices, shows, and shared meals. I learned to cook from both my mother and my father. It's the only blessing that I've been given a portion of. Every meal is a reconciliation. Every gathering a celebration. Every reunion is a remembering. Remember when Cousin Siobhan fought Aunt Phyllis with one arm while cradling her newborn with the other. My family are multitaskers, always trying to balance our tempers with everything we hold dear. Grandma says, as long as you fight for your family, faster than you fight with them, it's okay. But Alzheimer's looted her mind left her with a memory like a leaky gas stove that burns everything. Forgetfulness runs in my family. My father always forgot to, forgot where home was, forgot his vows. Mom is a crying comedian. Joke's memory is always the first thing to go. My mother remembers everything, runs it in her head over and over and over and over. Some people call this anxiety in my family. We call it a good memory. I get my memory from my mother. I got a chest full of things I'm afraid to open. My emotions are unfamiliar seasoning, so I go right to a familiar depression. I just found out that I got this recipe from my grandmother when digging in my chest for answers to questions I was too scared to ask. Like, Mom, are you a survivor too? Did Grandpa know? She says, we never told him. We were afraid his fist might butcher someone. My God, all the ways the women have used their silence to protect me from myself. I have my grandfather's fist, always hunting for a strange predator's face. I can knuckle open, but it's never the hungry stranger that tries to devour us. It's always the wolves dressed as friends and family. My father's father was a stranger who fed him a bitter absence. It is an aftertaste that we pass down through the generations. My mother gave me all her stain, all her patience. And that's why I can't balance staying and not getting burned. I get my staying from all the women in my family, women who turn dining rooms into churches, who cuss when they pray, who make a kitchen into a holy place that everyone ain't allowed in. I make a meal of myself with all the things my family has given me, my, grand, my grandfather's fist, my grandmother's depression, my mother's memory, my father's bitter aftertaste, and a lot of prayer seasoned with fucking curse words. Bad for you ingredients are the ones we eat most often. You pass them around the dinner table like mac and cheese or fried chicken or diabetes or rage or silence. You still ain't balanced out all the flavors yet. Can every yeah, hello? That hit hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I, oh my that goodness! That left me speechless. Like that yeah. shit was hitting on all cylinders. Wow! Talk about seasoned cuss words. I like I like how you use the seasoned cuss words. Right. That was unique. Uh, I I don't know if he's still on. You see? Yeah, that's awesome. I hear you still. Okay, okay, okay. I was, I'm like, yeah, I can't. I hear, but I don't hear. Yeah, I'm still here. I haven't gone anywhere. But uh, I definitely, I, I love that piece. Thank you. Thank you. 
So how, what what do you um, do besides um, military with the poetry scene? Um, so I, uh, on my civilian job, I am a uh, social worker, basically, while I'm studying to be a therapist. Um, so nice. the majority of my job is spent uh, doing uh, assessments for people and then, like, helping them write treatment plans. So they'll, they'll do the assessment, and then we'll use that to figure out, like, what their barriers are, and then we'll set goals and objectives and strategies to help them reach their, like, what it is they want to accomplish. Okay. Okay, that sounds interesting. It's always something new every time some a new poet comes on. They always, I'm always interested in what they do for a living and how that they, you know, find poetry and you I'm know what separates poet to poetry. be like. I'm waiting for one poet to just be like, "Yeah, I sell crap." Just, just you know, just just out the just out the just random shit. Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, everybody got interesting jobs. Like, I love it. But just I want that random ass drug dealer. Just like, well, yeah, shit, I sell drugs. Like, oh shit, all right. And then, I hope you know, he would come on live air with people listen to find out what he doing. Hey man, people have done uh, more dumb shit. <laughs> that is you know, true. People record themselves doing dumb shit nowadays, but you know, each of us don't. But I don't know. I just, I just want to be thrown off somebody. Just like, yeah, I sell drugs. Like, all right, well, how do you correlate that with poetry? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be well, <laughs> if you if um, can you share your platform, RJ, um, so if people can follow you and find you for your poetry. Yeah, so I am the real RJ Wright on everything on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, uh, on Facebook. I'm just RJ Wright. Uh, and you can find me there. So yeah, that's that's how you can reach out and find me. Okay, so is okay. are you looking to promote more poetry on your on off your offer? Yeah, I know like, being in the military as well. Yeah, so I I, I try to do as much poetry uh, as I can do, especially in this time and in this pandemic. Um, touring and traveling, and put out a second book. My first book was called uh, Blank Pains and Grass Stains, and so uh, I'm looking to do a second book and possibly a third. Uh, one of them is, hey. like, I'm working on one that's more like short stories and then has poems to describe certain things that are going on in the stories, like, in between each of the, like, sections. And then I'm working on, like, a just a straight, more uh, traditional anthology type deal. Okay. 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 Well, congratulations. I see Black Excellence is always a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. Shout out yeah. to that. Keep um, prospering. I'm so proud and so happy for you. Um, would you like to stay on and listen to the next poet come on, or it's up to you? Okay. Okay. All right. So the next one is that um five four three one real. No, seven one eight was first. Uh, no, that's uh, that's Lopez. That's oh, Lopez. Oh shit! We saving her. Seven one eight. So. Yeah, oh, we okay. trying to do this, this two features first. Oh damn! You know I ain't got my glasses. Uh, <laughs> all right. Blind A S S. Hello, hello. Call it. Hello. Hi, hey, how, how you doing? doing? Hi, how are you? I am yeah, great. great. It's such a great 
to hear from you. You have a pretty voice. Oh. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. So can you yeah, give right everybody your name? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Kyla Janae Lacey. Hey, um, see, I like that too. <laughs> yes, I'm a, uh, a poet as well. Okay, yes, so that's what, right. this yeah, what you want to be called as a poet? What? I'm sorry, what? What 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 name? Oh, my you oh yeah, Kyla Janae Lacey is my my whole government, so that's just what I go by. Okay, but you can call me. Right, that's fine. Again, like you my definitely daughter, have a voice for TV. Why? Thank you. Why? Thank you very much. Very welcome. Okay. I uh, I studied just pop I studied out. language. And so maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I've lived in a couple of different places. I can places. tell. Yeah, I can who tell. knows? It just pops out. I, I like I study languages for a long time, so that might have something to do with, you know, my voice, but I don't know. Do you, do you speak different languages? Do you speak other languages? I used to. Um, if I am intoxicated enough or forced to, I will. I went to Mexico. <laughs> hey, that's what hey. I'm talking about. Okay. I'm drunk enough. Okay. I, yeah. uh, I went to Mexico to really speak. So, uh, now, 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 Kyla, you 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 from Chicago, Orlando, and Atlanta. I mean, talk yep. to us about that for a second. And I'm currently in. Hey now. Texas. Um, I was born in Chicago. I lived there okay. was so nine. Which, I would go back to the summer. Oh, bro. I'm happy now. And then I I lived in Central Florida most of my life, and then seven years ago I moved to um, Atlanta on accident. It was an accident, really. Wait, wait. wait. How How was that an accident? It was an accident. I went for a summer, and I never. I went for a summer, and I just ended up saying. Yeah, that oh, happens sometimes. Okay. I can see that too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, a lot of our poets are down there in Atlanta, so I guess that's the place well, got, to go okay. and not really, you know. Oh, the poets you know, had a who who we have, Genesis? You know my memory bad. It's Tommy Bottoms down there, Abyss is down there, Queen Sheba is down mm-hmm. there. Everybody is in Atlanta. Like I could list those. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, you know, yeah, the OGs there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think Red Storm just went down there. I think or is he down there. I, I, I believe he was just down there with Tommy oh, Bottoms. Red Storm. Red Storm. Yeah, Red yeah. Storm. <laughs> I can see why she said it was an accident because I've done that before. I accidentally came back to Chicago. I was supposed to just come for a little bit and just end up staying. So <laughs> I get it. That is a, a true thing. So um, how, did, how did you get into the career of being a poet? So I was... Um, I was, I, I wrote poets for when I was younger, like my first poem of copyright, write it when I was 
10, and then I just kind of would write a little bit wow. here and there. And then when I was in my mid-20s, uh, I really started mm-hmm. kind of going, you know, on a regular basis to poetry spots. And actually, one of the people you mentioned was is a former mentor of mine. And they were like, you know, you're really good. You can go and do colleges. And so I did colleges for a while. And I just, yeah, ain't, you know, ain't really had another job that, that stuck. And I can't fire myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay. So what you got for us tonight, you have to give a backstory. That is the rule of poetic high. You have to give a backstory. Okay. On why you wrote okay. the piece. Okay. So which piece? I don't. What? Okay. Mm, what poem? I, I'm very present. I apologize. I've just been traveling a lot. So what kind of poems are being done? I know that I kind of came in the middle of RJ's second piece. So I want to make sure I'm kind of going with the flow of the show. It's no flow of the you, show. No, you it's can whatever go with whatever you want. You whatever you yeah. want to do. Okay. Um, they hunt black bodies for sports. Gold trophies. Call them badges. Got to go into the neighborhoods, got to go into the natural habitats, got to go where the animals are at, got to snatch them back from Africa, paid vacation, go on safari, call it administrative leave. It's important to take a break after a big kill. Take a picture with it, frame it, front page coverage, set up a GoFundMe to ship the body back to the States because getting away with murder, sorry, getting away with a big kill can sometimes be expensive. Head secure with ropes. Heads hung over fireplaces. Heads hung over from broken spine. Where is PETA when you need them? Some are worried more about fur than coonskin. Some are worried more about poached eggs than poached people. Stay away from their daughters. You know they got it out for African game. You know they will hunt you. Got to take down the pride. Too many lines around. Whoever kills an animal should make it good. Leviticus 24:21. Won't God be happy? They're being such good Christians. Where is National Geographic? Someone snapping pictures of a noble savage feeding her cub, fattening him for slaughter. Her daughter doesn't go for as much on the black market, doesn't get as much media attention as killing a buck, doesn't cost as much as an NRA membership does. Everybody loves a good gun club. Everybody wants to get the next big kill. Cock guns and cock rifles. You know they always going to get off. You know they always going to go back to work. You know they always going to return to the concrete jungle. Because you know what they say. If you do what you love, then you never work a day in your wild life. Yes. Yeah. I've got peace. I love it. I tell people that all the time. Wait, I can't hear you. you broke it. Hello? Broke it. Genesis, we can't hear you. Now, what inspired that piece right there? That specific... Is that my phone or y'all? I can't really hear. Uh, I think that's is, is it better? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You um, I, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, uh, um, what, what, what inspired that particular piece uh, that you just uh, spit right there? What, what was the inspiration for that poem? So I grew up in, like I said, mostly in Florida, but I grew up in Seminole County, Florida. 
and it was it was where Trayvon Martin was murdered. And so also Seminole County, Florida is literally what they call it the natural choice. It's like the the the, uh-huh. the, the motto of the, the county. And it's a small county right above Orange County, which is it's right outside of Orlando. Um, it's mostly white. I mean, as most places are, but it's real, real uh, racially homogenous. And um, black bears are a protected species there. And, there, well, there was a controversy over would they allow hunting of black bears. And, and the black bears are, are pretty prevalent. Like, you know, it would be one in your backyard. And, you know, it's not usual, but it's not unusual either. Um, and so when, you know, I don't know if you guys remember when the Trayvon Martin situation happened in the George Zimmerman trial, and it was kind of very reminiscent of, the O.J. Simpson trial in a different way, in a similar way, whereas you right. know people were very, very split about the decision. You know, looking forward, we know that now, you know, like people would – it's like voting for John F. Kennedy, right? When John F. Kennedy died, most of the country – said they voted for him. It was like 75%, 80% of the country said they voted for him. But in reality, 50% of the country voted for him. It was a very, very thin margin. But it's like that with the Trayvon Martin case. It was very uh, very split down the middle, whereas people today would be like, no, nah, I thought that was wrong. But at the time, there was there was a lot of contention with that case. And so I just right. were thinking, black, uh, well, black bears were more protected in Seminole County, Florida, than black boys were. And so that kind of sat with me for a long time. And actually that poem is only a couple years old. Uh, but it was something that I had been sitting with me for a long time. And so that's where it came from. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. I like that. I, um, yeah. I appreciate you coming on here, sharing your, your pieces on Portakai. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, without you guys, there will be no us. So I just want to thank everybody that does come on the platform and share that um, truth with us. I really appreciate that. Uh, I just had to let you know that. And also, um, when the island is up and running, you are welcome to come visit Zoetic Island. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your second piece that you have for us? You have to also give a backstory for that one as well. Because um, whatever you say might, um, whoever's listening can help whoever is out there. You know, your pieces you share can touch other people's lives. Can we, can we, can I, can I curse? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Lots yeah. of cursing. Well, Plenty of cursing. <laughs> okay, I'm, now I'm debating between, you know what, now you have a drink treat. That's why it's called Portakai, too, you know. Chill and be yourself, your authentic self. There's no judgment zone here. No, I was just debating if I wanted to do a poem about depression, but I also don't want to, you know, ruin the, the vibe at the same time. Oh, you're good. You um, actually, not, RJ did a, a piece about depression tonight. Oh, my bad, right. RJ Denise. Okay, I'm going to do one too. Then. Yeah, his first okay. piece was about depression. And, 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 remember, okay. and remember, guys, uh, it's, um, this is Suicide Awareness Month when they talk about 800,000 people kill themselves every single year. So well, then depression we, we is real, y'all. 
I think we're going to do this poem. Oh. Um, so I was 2018, my cousin passed away. And ironically, I'm literally sitting in her college uh, boyfriend's house right now with, with like their family. Um, and that's because they've dated for a long time. And, and so he became my family. But um, she passed in 2018. And we were very close in age as well as just growing up together. We were, we, you saw one, you saw the other. We were inseparable. Uh, I didn't know she was that sick uh, because she had lived in Chicago and I lived in, in Atlanta. And she had battled breast cancer for a year. And February, I was in Chicago with her. Well, February, I was in Chicago and I saw her. And it was the day she had her lumpectomy. And then April, I happened to be back in Chicago for work. And I went back over to my aunt's house, and I was like, where's, you know, where's Pat? And they're like, oh, she's at the hospital. She's been having headaches. And that was in April. October, she passed away from spinal and brain cancer. So it was that quick. It was six months. And I, you know, didn't see her. It was the summer, you know, things happened, and I was going through some other stuff. But that was really the, the, the major thing. And, you know, almost lost my house because of it. Got in a really bad car accident, so I couldn't work. Uh, and so it was just a lot going on. And so this poem, I felt like when I was depressed, I was already kind of going to depression, like, you know, love of my life moved away right before my cousin died. It was a lot. It was a rough time. And um, when my cousin had, well, when I, when I was depressed, I felt like, for me, depression felt like being in a completely dark room uh, and there's a door and the air is siphoning out of the room. But there's a door there, and you have to get to the door. You don't know where the door is. The door could be on the ceiling for all you know. But you have to get to the door before the air, you know, siphons out of the room and there's no more air in the room. And when my cousin died, there was no more door. It felt like my sadness had no bottom. And so this was, this is what came out of it. Depression is a house full of dilapidated entrances and pathways of fortifications that have not withstood hardship or the test of time. A house with a walk-in closet full of things and memories that no longer fit you, shoes you no longer want to walk in, and with racks for hanging things, which are sturdier than you are. Depression is a house with no electricity, no spark, no light, no power, but oh, the waterworks. A leaky faucet you just aren't strong enough to shut off yet. Depression is a house with cold drafts in every room and drafts of suicide notes revived and edited in corners of the mind and every corner of the room that has served as a dead end to a fit of anxious pacing. Depression is a house with four walls and foreclosure crumbling down around you with boarded up windows that are indicative of past storms and break-ins but not breakthroughs. It is stuffy. It is exhausted stage. It is suffocation. It is stifling. It is broken air. Depression is a house with a guest room that has not seen visitors in quite some time. It is too cold for company. It is a permanently closed door policy. It is the quietest room and a house full of screaming silence. Depression is a house with a kitchen full of dull outlooks and sharp edges with 
an empty fridge full of reminders of broken promises that I would eat today, that I would make something for myself, that I'll make something of myself, that I would prepare something, that I'll be more prepared, that I would try again tomorrow, that I would try again at trying again. Depression is a house with a bathroom that has a sinking tub that makes for a final battleground that's not nearly as warm and romantic as they make it seem in the movies. The water turns cold before the body does. Depression is a house with a stifled room with battered insides and scuffed walls that everyone is convinced just needs to new paint, some fresh air, new scenery, blame it on the season. A house where all the rooms are junk rooms full of debris that used to be things that meant something to you. With a bedroom that serves as a chamber, a fortress adorned with dark curtains, and you aren't sure if they're keeping the light out of the world or the light out of you. And a bed that serves as a dress rehearsal for your final resting place. Depression is a house that I am stuck in, and I just want to move. Thank you. Thank you for that. Wow. Thank Thank you you for that. A lot of people um, suffer with depression on a day-to-day basis, um, especially a lot of uh, people in the military, veterans, um, older people, especially when, you know, they're like the last ones here and all their families passing before them, you know, is depression is on the face of all ages and Everybody. races. So Everybody. thank you so much for sharing your story and being your authentic self. That's what Portica is about, being your authentic self and um, not portraying to try to hide and be something else like I'm sure tonight that story, your story, um, touched somebody listening somewhere. And at least we could touch one person a day. That's great. Hey, that's all that matters. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, Where can we find you at? Um, I want to know. Instagram is Kyla, K-Y-L-A-J, L-A-C-E-Y, Kyla J. Lacey. Um. My uh, Facebook is Kyla Janae, J-E-N-E-E, Lacey. And, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Um, do you have any books or anything out, or do you um, perform often? On my website, that's right, Kyla, W-R-I-T-E, T-H-A-T-S. Okay. R-I-T-E-K-Y-L-A. That's right, Kyla, like writer. That's right, okay. Kyla. Okay, cool. <laughs> Are you um, currently... You, by the way. What I'm did sorry? you say, Ro? So I just followed you, by the way, on Instagram. Okay, okay. Right away, um, see, right away, people showing you love. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I I follow everybody once they drop their platform. So when you see Hell Rail 1290, that's me. That's Radio Rail. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay, so we got some links. Um, Also, I want to invite you to Zoetic Island. It's an island that I'm promoting for all ports to come um, next year. It's an island in the middle of Fox Valley River in Illinois. So if you want to oh. come check it out, you are welcome to oh, come. Oh, you said Fox Island. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, it's, yes. It's, 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 yes. it's currently it's under right construction right now. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Under, under, okay. under construction. I'm just thinking, you know, um, it's a place called Rock Island. Okay, I don't, I'm not. Okay. No, it's a real one. <laughs> it's a real island. Yeah. Right, yeah, because we're going to have a... Up in the world. See, she, she'd be so basic when she talks about her really? island. Like, yeah, you bought an island, girl. But, you know, you make it make it sound good. We're going to be out there in the I'm water. I'm working on exactly. it. Exactly. I'm working exactly, on it. Exactly, right? Remain humble. Again, it's under construction, right. but in 2022, we hope this is going to be the venue because right now uh, civil engineers have been out to, to there. You know, we have land surveyors out there and whatnot. She's been actually, you know, she's humble, but, you know, she's been working on this behind the scenes uh, for the poets. Right, have, you better, uh, you better brand, girl. For them to go at. Because you know how Chicago, you know, you got bodies dropping, you got this happening in different places of Illinois. But the island will be a safe space for people, for poets to come from all over the country to um, to spit poetry and stuff like that, and um, and change the world and whatnot. And uh, again, it's called Zoetic Island. And um, again, you know, hopefully we're looking at Juneteenth and whatnot to have some of the stuff done. Um, again, she's still meeting with some of the civil engineers. And, and those people that she'll be putting up on the um, on the website and stuff like that, the GoFundMe and things. But um, but yeah, Juneteenth, y'all, y'all, y'all know about that. Uh, those that's listening know about Juneteenth. So that's that's the date that they're looking to actually, um, you know, open the doors or, or to, uh, to start having things on the island on Juneteenth. So again, we're all excited about it. You know, we try to get her to talk more about it because uh, you know, shout out to being humble and whatnot. But this is going to be a tribal thing, y'all. Um, something that we're going to have to do together. That's why we got that GoFundMe um, and whatnot. That's why we got the Patreon up because um, certain things like this is going to take a tribe. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> But, yeah, but um, Juneteenth 2022. And now, I'm hosting the Island. <clears throat> Come on now. Yes. It's going down. <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. You want to throw it out there. <laughs> I'm hosting. <clears throat> it's hey. going down. Next time. I want it to be better than the next Def Jam Poetry. That's the vision. Can you see that? I, I definitely, I love Def Jam poetry, Jim, that back in the day. I really did. Very, very dope. Hey, now. Very dope. <laughs> so, um, what do you, do you have um, kids or are you? Married. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. I don't have the children that I know of, but college was a crazy time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, I have two cats. I am. College was a crazy time. I am. Most guys. I guess sort of dating somebody. It's fairly, but I like them. I like them a lot. So. Shout out to you. I like her. Yo, She's yo, like, yeah, I have a guy. That was the most you know, manly like answer lot. I've ever heard. You said what? The most manly. That was the most manly answer I, I've ever heard in my I entire mean, life. Dude, she like me. What's wrong with that? Right, men say it all the time. I mean, it's <laughs> normal for us, but I, you know, I expect you to say that. I. He ain't my boyfriend. I don't know you know what? I, <laughs> would you would you want me to lie to us? Ooh, he know he's not my boyfriend. I want his girlfriend now. I'm not saying that. Oh my! Well, eventually happened, but it's 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 September second, two thousand twenty-one. 
He is not my boyfriend. Ooh, wee. You, you don't want to no. shout him out on the radio show? Nope. No. No. <laughs> Ain't no ring on her finger. What is wrong with you? Absolutely not. I, look, look. What is wrong with you? Look, you might take look, a step we, forward, you know. No, look, I tell you what, he write little slick things on 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 Facebook that I know are about me, and I'll be in the comments like, okay, quit playing, okay. I hope she blocks you, whoever you talking about. I literally said that yesterday. Oh, I hope she blocks yeah. whoever she is. <laughs> he commented on stuff today. So, I mean, Ooh. shoot, Facebook don't even know. We commenting on stuff. I'll I be commenting on stuff about me on Facebook. I don't even know it's about me, but I know it's about me. So, ain't nobody else knows. So, until that time, until I, he all right. I like him. He all right. Well, I okay, like I that. I need that. Okay, well, oh. we, we have to go to the next poet. Um, if you want to stay on, you can. If you want to click off, we we don't want you to. But um, we always have all the poets, you know, call in and everybody listen to everybody. So um, we're going to have the next poet come on. And last but not least, we have one of OG Radio's veterans, Miss Lopez in the building. What's up, Lopez? Right. What's up? Hey, hey. <laughs> How you doing, Lopez? Oh, yes, that's Lopez. <laughs> hey, you know, yes, I'm glad. I'm happy to hear you. Thank you. She's doing big things. Y'all. She got a stable network going out, y'all. You know, all the poets. It's called Fire to the Mic. It's fire, per Thank usual. Um, he also <laughs> publishes books. So if you have a book out there you need to publish, um, she does that, or she can point you into the right direction, and somebody can help you with that. You know, she's an entrepreneur. She's a jack of all trades. So check her out. Thank your information. You. Go ahead, Lonnie. Drop your information. <laughs> let everybody know that you you yeah, are so a veteran of Poet High. Yeah. Um. So I actually a new project that we're working on. Uh, we actually put a pause on the um, publishing company, and we started a uh, spoken word record label. So we have two artists under our belt right now that we're, you know, trying to get an EP for one and the other one we're actually working on their uh, spoken word album. That's pretty cool. Um, outside of that, yes, we are, we have Fire to the Mic on the Fable Network TV that's aired on uh, Amazon Fire Stick and Roku TV on your iOS and Android. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> A lot of everything. Yeah, right. so we're in everything that goes poetry. <laughs> loving it. Um, Definitely loving it. It's exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time, but, you know, I'd rather be behind the scenes than on the front scenes. So I hope that, you know, all the things that we're doing, like, really glorifies and, you know, exemplifies the multi-talented, you know, and the multifaceted ta- and, uh, of poetry. Um, so that's what my goal is. So I, I hope that that it works. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Very proud. Very proud. Um, so uh, how many poems are you gonna share with us tonight? You know, poetic high, we know, do the poetic thing. Yeah. I'm only gonna do one because it's a long piece and I don't wanna, you know, take up everybody night. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Um 
is it an old piece? Have we heard this? Or is it new shit? You know, old no, shit. This like, is new. Um, so I'm performing for um, Harlem Fashion Week um, Black Lives hey. Matter Gala. Yeah. Yes, this is the first time I'm performing um, in person since 2018, and I have stage fright. So I'm just trying to practice before I I, uh, get up there and make a fool of myself. (laughs) No fooling, no fooling. (laughs) So um, it's inspired because it's Black Lives Matter, um, so... That's the theme of it, so that's why I wanted to kind of go with it. Um, with this piece, a little background behind it, um, I was struggling because I wanted to do um, a modern-day take on the Willie Lynch letter, but I realized that I would need to do a lot of, like, research because I don't want to, you know, mess that up, um, and I want to make sure that, 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 that the, the facts are there. So I switched it to I Can't Breathe, so there we go. Okay, so y'all gonna hear me breathing. That's how it starts. I'm not just losing my breath. <laughs> okay. Will this be my last? Did you know we need 12 to 20 breaths per minute? 17,000 to 30,000 per day. As I walk into my yoga class, I grab my mat and my block. I get myself to a clear, invisible view. Then I take a breath as I stretch. The yoga instructor advises that we breathe as we stretch. Then we take in a deep breath, inhale, and excel slowly. Then the class comes to an end, and reality sets in, and I suffocate. Stagnant to the air of reality. In French, we say, je ne peux pas je vais. Italian, we say, no riesco a resvidada. Spanish, we say, no puedo resvidar, translated to, I can't breathe. Universally known as the non-existence of taking in air to lungs, unable to expel carbon monoxide, which is labeled as a regular physiological process today. I am 11,156 days old, 367 months old, making me 30 years and six months old, and I can't breathe. It's still plastered on slogans that bleed through skip heartbeats. How is it that something that bleeds, that is to feed the body, starved due to the skin I carry? I venture into mirrors that play in uncertainties of a me unable able to breathe Houdini to policies and laws that proclaims that all lives with our lives matter simply because of the multi-shades of skin teased with words of, I consider you here Juneteenth, this holiday just for you, silence yourself now. How the new lynching era has become cameras and televised murders with cases being swept under rugs, secret pack on back, uh, sorry, go back. How the new lynching era has become cameras and televised murders with cases being swept under rugs, secret packs on best unappealing labels slapped on those whose deaths were no fault of their own, headlines that leave voice messages in between lines that tries to snuff out the air of hope, how xenophobic you have been towards my speech of freedom, my speech of equality, my speech of legalizing my community, when we are divisible because we ask for the right to sleep, walk, play, wear a hoodie, have a broken tail light in the liberty you sarcastically display. You ask me broken loaded questions that tries to stain my mental and makes it my cerebral, but I take a breath today. You see, I have three strikes against me being all black woman and according to society, uneducated, fragmented, not hoping in pieces. I inhale. 
My black is beautiful. Excel your stigma against me. I inhale. I am virtuous, powerful, and perfect because I am woman. Exhale your sexism. I inhale. Hyperboles and metaphors that impregnate pen and lay ready to birth more than just soliloquies. I am no longer, I will no longer be pushed aside to dim out my thoughts of freedom. I have stitched on my skin, say their names. I scream out, say their names, and I am no longer chained to labels that make ill my people breathe. I am not able to conform to the table that is unstable, stained by fables that are unable to breathe for eight minutes and 46 seconds that we cannot breathe through the the necrophobia that is woven into the fabric of the land of the free breathe. I lay on my net of love, place my bricks. My blocks as bricks, cementing harmony that sings freedom. I breathe for the voiceless, breathe for the broken. I breathe for my kings and queens. So please don't speak for me because we don't speak the same language. And that's my piece. Yeah. Always showing out. Showing out. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you. I love it. You come with the thunder, the spit, you know, the fire to the mic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All the time, every time. Never fail, she comes. When you do this thing, she got to drop the mic. She got to drop the mic. I know, like. Peace on stage. She got to drop the mic. And poem. I can't. I'm so right. nervous. <laughs> My favorite lady, she say, a mother, mother, the creator, she says, um, what she say, Dean? She says, as, as, um, not speaking she the said, truth. Not speaking I'm, truth not, I'm not a poet. I'm a poet. I'm a whole fucking poem? poem. That's what she say. I'm a whole, you're a whole fucking poem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a poet. I'm a whole poem. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, yes. That's dope. That is dope. Thank you so much for letting me come on and bless y'all from this platform. Yes, per usual, like always. I I welcome you all the time. We love having you on here every time you come over here. You still have to send me the stuff because every time you try to send it to me, it doesn't show, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so those are open mics that I keep sending out because I'm trying to support other platforms as well, so we'll figure that out. Um, But I am... um, Sending out information over this weekend, um, the non-disclosure forms and the um, video and audio consent forms this weekend to everyone who wants to be a part of season two for Fire to the Mic. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> right. Congratulations again! Congratulations again! We appreciate you. Please share your um, information. Yeah. My information is on Instagram. You can follow me at fire, the number two, the mic, um, or you can follow us on lay, L-E-I underscore and underscore poetry. That's Instagram. Um, I'm corny, so on Facebook, it's just my name, Leilani Lopez. Um, <laughs> and that's that. You know, I want to, you know, give, you know, give you guys your roses for your wine um, brand, Terrell, and for the wedding <laughs> island. <laughs> I love you for bring that up. He just be surprising us with all kind of stuff. He he got this wine out mm-hmm. now. He just gave it to me on the show. Like, I don't even, I remember his beats being dropped. Oh, yeah, he got beats out, everybody, that is oh. real on the beat. It's also on there. 
Yeah, he got like a lot, like 17, last time I checked, it was like 17,000 people listening to it, views. But you know, a thousand of those is probably mine because I I let it play through the day. So he can keep getting more views. But yeah, y'all got to check it out. Since we're on the subject, uh, yeah, y'all can uh, shop with me on one one hype, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Right. Get your life together. One... Right, onehopewine dot com slash my my shop slash rail dash redmond r e l l dash r e d m o d that will bring you to my personal page, and you can shop through me and everything and all that. There's uh, a lot of a lot of it ain't no cheap ass wine either, y'all. It's like twenty five dot twenty five bucks to nothing. We don't fuck with that cheap shit over here. But um, it's nice nice wines, you know. If you're a wine connoisseur, uh, they got a bottle that you can design yourself, and then, you know, they process all that, you know, so if you want, if you like doing a wedding or something, if you want your name on the bottle or whatever the case, they do stuff like that, glitters and rainbow, all that stuff, but definitely check that out, and as far as me making beats, I dropped an album, uh, I think a couple months ago. I'm working right. on the second one. I'm modest, trying to right? drop. Okay. I, yeah, I'm being modest. I'm trying to drop the second one on the 23rd of this month. So we'll see how that goes. But the first oh. album is called It's Rail on the Beat. You can find it on Apple, Tidal, Spotify, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, I just checked today, and I got some more listeners from Romania and Bangladesh. Yes, Where the hell that is that? But um, yes, I uh, I appreciate it. So I am at uh, what sixty six thousand plays overall between all four tracks. Uh, I appreciate all the love. I didn't even know I was going to get this much love, but it gives me a lot of motivation. So uh, I appreciate everybody. Um, I got a few other tricks up my sleeve, but once once I get that going, I'll, I'll share that with everybody. Awesome! I can't wait. Yes, shout out, shout out. Like excellent. That's what I love to see. Yes, that's the new Shout song that I have planned when the show first come on. What's that? Oh, Black I, excellence. I, 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 you know what? Did you get the it? Next you beat get it I now? make. Yes, the the next beat I make, I will uh, I will title that one Black Excellence on behalf of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. Okay. Okay. I can't wait. Um, do we have Do we have any more um poets in the building tonight who want to spit? Freestyle a poem right now. Somebody go. No. Okay. No. I I can do my best rapping. I can do my pain. I can do a pain poem again. I'm still trying to perfect it, add some up to date stuff in it. Dean, Dean about to kill okay. you. I just want to let y'all know. If anybody want to go before Dean, I suggest you go now because Dean, Dean about to my, – my computer about to catch I'm, I'm about to close it out. Yeah, <laughs> hey, now, I'm just reading. Hey, now. Somebody no, call me. We got Mojo Magic in here still, right? And, um, some other people, yep. I don't know. You might want to go. I'm here. Who's, who's hey, now, you want to drop something? 
No, guys, I'm working real hard over here, but I'm enjoying this so, so much. <laughs> um, who you guys had on here is really, was really, really great. So, I'm enjoying this a lot, but I'm working on this paper. I got to do better. <laughs> well, go ahead, Dean. Spit your piece and close us out. Okay, here we go. Again, this, uh, this pain was a love song. Again, one of my older pieces that I'm updating and stuff like that with some stuff. So here we go. Mama may have, Papa may have, but God bless the child that got his own, that got his own. Have you ever been tired? Not just tired, but so tired, so tired until the only colors you see are the reds in your eyes and the greens in somebody else's pockets, your boss's pockets, baby mama's pockets, everybody but your pockets. Your pockets got receipts and lint from all the money you spent waiting on your stimulus while your bill collector saying, give me this, give me this, give me this. The record skips, the record skips, the record skips. If my pain was a love song, I'd be singing that shit every single night, snapping my fingers to it, jamming to it, romancing to it like it was some type of lover's rock. Freddie McGregor, Dennis Brown, Sandra Cross, Gene Ababambo, Maxi Priest, Sylvia Teller kind of thing. I'd be moving and grooving, rewinding, YouTubing, screenshotting that shit every single night. I'm picking up my pen. I'm writing about it in poetic ciphers like this one. I'm reciting about it. I'm sitting down in front of my computer. I'm typing about it. I'm watching television, y'all, watching TV tell lies while seducing eyes, trying to change the conversation, saying shit like, you can't use the race card, gaslighting, touching hair of black women without permission. Oh, we fighting. Donald Trump gone now. Joe Biden better listen to Kamala Harris, to his wife, to the people, his heart, maybe to a Marvin Gaye song so he can find out what's really going on. 4,000 people died today, and another 4,000 will die after that, and another 4,000 will die after that from this pandemic. Another 4,000 won't be waking up won't be going to a job, won't be talking to you, won't be making love, won't be wearing a mask, won't be picking up their kids from school, won't be making you laugh, making you dinner, reminding you to breathe, take breaths without asking permission. Now I steal them at first, one by one, then two by twos, shoplifting inhales and exhales, stuffing them into designer bags under my eyes and pockets. I always feel like somebody's watching me, and still I take those breaths unapologetically. I'm well aware Big Brother is watching, though, like racist sales clerks and Karens and video cameras profiling me when I walk into their stores and 
down the streets. Uh, tremors, my fingers are jumping for no reason. Palpitations, y'all. I remove designer shoes from my thoughts and tell them to slow down, to stop running, to walk, to stay still, that everything is going to be okay. My saying, well, love song. Billie Holiday would be a holiday. She'd be singing about those strange fruits swinging in trees, the new pinups in penitentiaries, no longer taped on walls but hanging from them, hanging on Albany Avenue, still getting killed by the boys in blue. Some of them y'all knew. Funny how we only post murdered black boys and black girls when they're killed by white people. Does a black life only matter when it's taken by somebody white? Is that shit right? Don't sound right. Don't sound like we mad enough yet. Upset. Let that shit happen to your family. When you get visited by the bloody Riddler on the dance floor, the tie-tie, teary-teary side, see you, wouldn't want to be you type nigga, kicking down doors, stepping on roaches, telling all your Victoria's secrets, leaving stains on ATM cards, leaving you singing those slow hymns and slow hers in the key of C. See me take it, see me fake it, see me act like I like it, clown act. I had to act like y'all. I wasn't performing in art schools or on TV screens. I had to act like cutting off the dreads to graduate was okay. I had to act like being sent home because you can't use a comb was okay. But none of that shit was okay. Microaggressions are not okay. I am not okay. If my pain were a love song, it would have a million streams. Stressing over Dr. Fauci's recommendation about the new vaccine. Some of y'all know what the fuck I mean. It's like a juggle sometimes. I sit and wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. I sit and wonder how I keep from going under. If my pain was a love song, I'd be singing that shit and singing that shit and singing that shit every single night. My life, my life, my life, my life. Peace. Yes, yes. Hands of the love song. I'll be singing that shit every night. Amen. Paul. Go kill it. Paul. I like how you use the music. I appreciate the music. Yes. So, I got a question now. This is not not poetic. Uh, It's not related to any poem or nothing, but... I, I was wondering this because if you register as a sex offender, that means you can't be really around kids and shit, right? Can right. you have right. kids? It depends on. It, it kids, just depends on which charge you Question? use. And the death of, like, of like, the like offense. Supervised. You would think they got like, supervised. Because like Nicki when they got husband. And then they got a kid together. I'm like, well, how does that work if you can't be around children? Um, it depends on the offense. It depends on what type of sex offense it was. When he was a teenager. They say he raped somebody when he was a teenager, and that, and that follows him up into now, I think. Like that. Well, now you know, a lot of man. times, I, I hate to say this, and I'm a woman, and I'm going to say this, and everybody's probably going to hate me for this, but I have to say this, because, you know, I'm a mother of a son now, and also I have a brother, and 
cousins, male cousins, and things like that. Usually what happens is with those type of situations, as the the boy is probably 17, 18, he used to be 18 as a senior. He usually dating a freshman 14, 15 years old. And if the parent doesn't like him, they can file charges against him because technically, even if they go to the same high school, technically he's considered an adult. So a lot of them, they have to, um, you know, it gets on their record as a teenager. So the parent can say, because they still have authority over the girl, you know, they have authority over the the female because it's their daughter, child, whatever, and they don't like the boy. They're upset. She's probably rebelling, and then they can call the police and say the boy has raped her and, you know, things like that. So when I hear when it's a teenager, sometimes I just need to hear the whole story to find out how it goes, but this is how the system plays with things, and that's why it's hard to explain, especially the teenage boys in school, that they can't talk to freshmen and things like that. So, um, And they don't really understand that, the concept. So I don't know. Yeah, but that case, that's the case he's talking about. She said he chased her down and led her to a place or whatever, and... Um, and raped her, you know, with a knife or something, a gun point, a knife point or something. It was a whole oh, well, that's a different um, situation. I don't, like I said, I don't know the story, but when you said a teenager, I was like, I know a lot of people that have, you know, that's going through that. And also, real quick, and, and again, we got we got to tell these young girls to be careful. Though. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, like I'm, I'm glad, like the brother said, like carry a gun in Texas. You ain't even got to have like the open carry situation. You know, some of the females might, you know, because we said we got the uh, women are the, the black women are the most unprotected women, you know, like Malcolm X said still in 2021. So, you know, hey, you know, I, I know we can't give it to our kids, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, how do we protect them when they're out there like that? You know what I mean? Shit, I gave my, my daughter uh, pepper spray and the taser. And she in high school now, so she got access to that shit. Yeah, some situations that's true too. I just have to be like understanding of both parties <laughs> in the situation because either and one can um, ruin somebody else's life. Exactly. My daughter would have said, uh, my rape turn that it ain't, no, it ain't no two parties going on. One party going to be stopped. <laughs> Yeah, One part of the stop, yeah. It's going to be a problem. I'm moving heaven and earth. Heaven and earth about to, wow. about to shake the day I ever hear some shit, if I ever heard some shit like that. But real quick. Like the name uh, of this poem is called Party Over. Party Over, goddamn. Right? No. Um, party count. Music videos, music videos are starting to get very unedited. Uh, I recently... Uh, <laughs> was pointed to a artist named Sukiyana, some shit like that. And uh, her video was very, whoo, very raunchy. She had ass titties. Don't be promoting her stuff on here, Dan, if she was no, raunchy. No, no, no. I'm Would not promoting it. Your... No. Listen, listen. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. be ca- kids have access to everything. Be careful and please monitor their shit because this woman, these women were doing a lot of sexual acts to each other on this music video. 
And it, you know, the song is trash, but after a while it would get catchy to, you know, the younger audience. So if you have young daughters, even some of these boys shouldn't be watching this shit, but mainly for the daughters. If you just randomly just give them your phone or tablet or whatever, be like, yeah, just go on YouTube. I don't care what you do. Fuck that. Monitor that shit because this lady, this woman, has the most. It's ridiculous. I, I can't even really describe how bad. What, now, this now what's shit the name is. of the, what's the name of the video again? Um, her name is Suki Sukiana S U K I. H A N A. Um, I saw it on Twitter, and it's it's yeah, it's it's just too much. It's a lot. Too much. You know, these young girls, these young girls like to idolize these type of women when it comes to music, and this shit is just too much. I couldn't, I wouldn't dare let my daughter. I don't care how grown she may think she is throughout high school. I would never let her watch no shit like this. So just whew, please monitor your kids out here. But um, with that being said, I didn't do a show Monday. Uh, I just was tired. Tuesday I was locked up, couldn't do a show. So next week I will be back doing shows. Um, I'm going to, unless I have an artist, Tuesday shows is dedicated to conspiracy theories because I am on a roll. Uh, so that's that. Uh, catch my Instagram, Hair Rail Twelve Ninety, and um, Radio Rail Twenty One. I respond to both. DM me. I'm back on Facebook. I'm not doing nothing bogus no more. So, uh, Terrell Radio Rail Redmond on you. Facebook. Uh, yeah. Again, check out my music on Apple Music. It's Rail in the Beat by Radio Rail on all major platforms. Check out my wine again, y'all. Uh, that's onehopewine.com slash my shop slash rail dash Redmond. That brings you straight to me. Uh, any other announcements, Dean and Genesis? Yes. Um, go check out Zoetic Island um, on my Patreon and my Facebook, Genesis Silverman and 3YE underscore M. I mean, underscore Genesis on Instagram. So check that out. It's going to be on my page. I'm always posting about it, um, talking about it. And, you know, just I need my tribe. I'm looking for my tribe. And also go by Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend. Again, Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend is my poetry book. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Patch, and some local bookstores here in Chicago. Um, go check it out, and uh, I have a pop-up shop coming up as well. It's um, 10 South Costner again on September 26th, um, 10 South Costner in Chicago, Illinois, on September 26th from 2 to 7 p.m. Um, that's it. Anything, Dean? Yes, yes. The the Actors Lounge podcast, uh, y'all, y'all that's listening now, go on Instagram, um, those are interested in acting, getting your acting on or something like that. Uh, we have some insiders over there. Um, you know, definitely you want to sign up, uh, subscribe. The Actors Lounge podcast, um, we have industry insiders coming in, like casting agents, working actors that's in some television shows, movies that you're watching right now. They're coming in and talking and with us and stuff like that. 
Again, um, just um, follow the Actors Lounge podcast. Um, that's with Mel over there and whatnot on Instagram. And, um, again, you know, you guys go subscribe to the podcast, and uh, we got industry insiders, you know, for uh, working actors as well as non-union actors and whatnot. Um, great information given over there. And um, you might get a job. You might network with some people over there. I'm just trying to tell you. So if you're an actor, think about acting, get over there to the Actors Lounge podcast and stuff like that on Instagram. Yes, yes. Okay. We'll holla. See you next time. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.